It's time for another episode of The Hartley Show. Thank you for all the support. I sincerely appreciate it. Let's get right into it. What's up? What's up? It has been a while. I can't think off the top of my head, but at least before September, before my trip to Hawaii, a while. That's all I know. But anyway, welcome back to another episode of The Hartley Show. Just me today. I've got to figure out a way to get back into like my regular structure. That'll come once when I go back to Eugene on Tuesday. Very excited for that. But anyway, wrote down some topics, seven to be exact. Probably derail and talk about more stuff. But um, seven topics of stuff that's happened recently. Um, just some other fun news. Uh, I shaved my head, sort of, not all the way, but this podcast photo is inaccurate. As of 10 days ago, maybe, I can't think of the exact day, but yeah, I was just tired of the, doing the comb over thing, and uh, I was just like, walked in, and was just like, get it off. So that's what I did, and it's all gone now, and uh, you know, it's nice not having to uh, deal with it, but I don't know. I'm on, I'm on and off whether I see it like as a permanent thing or not, but um, only time will tell. But for now, I like it and I'm going to keep it because it's simple. It's easy to deal with and I just want a break of dealing with it. It's one less thing to worry about. I mean, it's easy as ever. Basically, to say to say the least, just you know, wake up and your hair is basically what it is, and uh, yeah, it's like a not like a complete buzz cut. There's a little bit on the top, but it's like a long buzz cut on the top, if that makes sense, and short on the sides, kind of like a fade but longer than a fade. I think I might want to go down to a fade though, like an actual fade. But anyway, uh, first topic is uh, something I talked about in the last episode when I was by myself. And I first want to thank my two very good friends, Kai and Patrick, for clearing this up for me because the internet is kind of wrong on this, or at least like misled me a little to understanding this. But I talked about how, you know, I was once called an incel and I'm like, and I looked up the definition of an incel and it was like someone who like doesn't like get relationships or dates like despite wanting one or whatever it was this real like pg version of it and what i found out is that like this pg version the real real version of an incel is like rated r and i'm sure any, and everyone who listened probably knew that i was just the dumbass who did it and i really made myself kind of sound like an idiot when i call myself an incel but the pg version because 
I guess we all are in that case because you know everyone goes through a dry spell. That's what someone described it to me, and it's like, yeah, that makes sense because technically we all are at one point. If that's like the actual definition, but it's not because incels are actually super. I don't want to say fucked up because it's unfortunate how they were there, but like the what they've what they've become i guess is the part where it's like you know almost just unfortunate because they've been pushed like almost so far right wing where it's like that's all they believe because that's all they've experienced and i guess i've been in that same boat but like i don't i i understand like i'll never go as far as what people like that actually say like i did like one quick search in uh and on reddit which you know is a very unfiltered place and I saw one video of, like, this one dude saying, like, Asian people should be thrown back into internment camps and all this crap. Just And, you know, the bottom line was just that, like, he, like, any Asian girl he asked out just basically says no. And it's, like, that's way too far to lead you to there. And it's, like, that will never be me. And, you know, that guy should probably seek therapy, seriously seek therapy, because... That's obviously, like, not how it works at all. And, uh, you know, that's just, you know, a super, super sad scenario overall. Because, you know, even, like, Patrick sent me the, the link to this one guy who wrote, like, a 147-page story. I forget the name because it was so long ago. But the guy ended up, like, murdering, like, five people at, like, his college or high school, I think. And it's, like, here, like, that should never... Being on that bad of a dry spell should never, ever lead to something like that, like ever. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory, but I just, it, it needs to be said again, because, you know, stripping away human life is never necessary, ever. And I know I'm just literally like repeating the same kind of junk, but... Yeah, just just something I thought I'd say and clear up because I probably sounded like an idiot, you know, on the episode beforehand where I'm saying like, ah, I guess I'm an incel, but like, there's a way more violent and fucked up definition of it than what I would consider myself and what the internet told me when I literally looked up the definition. But um, yeah, so I'd clear that up. Um, so I guess the main question I'll answer is, you know, for people wondering is, you know, what have I been doing in these past, I guess, almost three weeks now? And uh, there's there's two big, big events that happened that were awesome, to say the least. But, you know, they were events that, you know, showed a lot and allowed me to like take things away from myself and learn about myself more i guess so the first one i'll start out with is i was in hawaii for 11 days i went to the big island of maui went to maui first and um both were awesome the trip was awesome the resorts we stayed at were awesome the stuff we did was incredible my favorite highlight was on maui like that wednesday i want to say 
which would have been like the end of August Wednesday, maybe like the third week. Uh, we went to the, we watched the sunrise on top of a mountain called Haleakala, which is like, I believe almost 10,000 feet, maybe. I honestly can't remember, but we had to wake up at 1.30 a.m., which for me was basically, well, I went to bed at 9, so I got a couple hours of sleep, but to watch the sunrise, which was above the cloud line, and that was insane. It was like 40 degrees up there. I'm freezing my ass off, and uh, the thing I decided to do, and unfortunately, it wasn't that Sunday when Donna dropped, but it was so hard to get a reservation. Like I didn't care. Like I had the leak, so that's what I did. I just listened to the second listening party leaks while up there hoping the sun would rise at some cool moment and it did it uh the the sun like finally broke through the cloud line when jay electronica's verse on jesus lord which is one of my favorite songs came on and that that was just insane and while standing up there like it was probably at least for an hour and a half out, outside the bus just just waiting and you know there's like maybe 250 people all waiting for the same thing you know things i was really thinking about were you know junior years coming up which is big and it's you know how what what changes can i make in life and what i realized is that this is something that i've i've done almost too much because you know that's just how i am and i'm always so critical of myself because i guess that's always come from me trying to like pick up for lost time i guess and you know, always strive myself to be a better person and you know sometimes i can be too hard on myself but what i realized is that you know going into the trip in hawaii the one thing i wanted to do was listen listen to the actual version of donda which ended up coming out on sunday so it didn't make a difference or the day it was supposed to come out so the plan would have been for Friday morning, assuming he would have dropped at midnight, which, you know, he never does anyway. But, you know, I, I had tried to plan all this out and it just, you know, didn't work out. And, you know, what I realized is that, you know, I still had an amazing time just standing up there and just enjoying the view and, you know, watching the the glare as, as the sun rises and, you know, eventually to see the actual sun peek through. But... You know, none of that went as planned. What I realized is a lot of things in life don't go as planned. So there's no reason to be so hard on yourself and try and plan so much for yourself for the future rather than just, you know, let life roll how it wants to roll. You know, things things will work out as long as you keep everything in check. But, you know, some things you just can't control and you just you just have to let those things go and roll on their own time or, or else like you're you're just gonna disappoint yourself i mean it's just like that's how it, it worked out with me in sports writing that's how that's how it kind of worked out with me in this sort of like this wasn't planned until very last minute i was just like fuck it i'm gonna i'm just gonna talk and the sports writing like that was a long windy path of me trying to be so you know organized and you know, planning for the future and saying this is going to happen on this day and blah, blah, blah. But like sports writing, I literally went in. I was just like, this is the last resort. Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And it worked out and I still do it to this day and I, I get paid to do it now. And, you know, it's not a, it's not a ton of money, but, you know, 
a check is a check. And for me, at least in a, you know, good financial situation, you know, it's not like I need that to pay, pay bills or something. So, you know, it, it, it's almost like the money doesn't matter, but you know, it's, it's cool that I, that I've kind of reached that level because I, cause I know I'm good enough to be paid or else, you know, they wouldn't want to they'd, they'd kick me to the curb, be like, you know, find another profession or something like that. But that's what I realized standing up there that, you know, you just have to let things roll. Like, like even right now, I'm kind of doing it in the fall. Like, you know, I have job training for being a lifeguard. You know, I'm, I'm trying to work out every day. Shout out Holden for getting me on a whole program. And, you know, even, even that's just going to be like, you know, I, I tell myself I'm going to wake up at 5.30 a.m. to go work out and then get ready for my 8 a.m. class because, you know, that was the only time I could pick the class. But still, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying so hard to just, you know, set things straight. And even, <laughs> I can even relate this to fantasy football today. You know, for those who don't know, uh, my dad's side of the family does a fancy, has done a fantasy football league for the past 18 years now. And the winner gets a WWE style belt. And I, I won the league my first year when I picked Mahomes in the 13th round. And I have come very close each time. And, you know, this year, I had the draft right before me in America and, you know, my team was great. Like I felt confident, you know, for the past two years, I was like, and eh, this could go a lot of different ways. You know, I, I, you know, I just tried to, you know, kind of let it go, but now it's like, you know, you know, I, I felt good. Like, like I got almost every single player I wanted and this and that, but like week one, like I started Brandon Ayuk at my flex and he didn't even like play the field. And it's, it's like, you know, you're going to hit road bumps in life and you, you just have to let them pass and adjust and learn from them because, you know, that's all we can do. You, you know, we, we can try to bust our balls to avoid them as much as possible. But, you know, one, that's that's impossible. It's not going to happen. And two, you're never going to learn anything from said events happening. You know, it's the same with me and talking to girls, you know. Jesus Christ, I've been rejected how many times? But, you know, I, I, I still something in me you know still gives hope no matter how many times i tell myself you know just just give up like it's not happening or whatever and, you know right now i'm in a phase where i'm content with not doing anything and just kind of like seeing what happens but like you know i'm not like really like so focused on trying my best you know i'm just kind of letting things roll because you know that's another thing in life that's not controllable and if you don't let it go and let it roll on its own you're really starting to focus on the wrong things because there, there are things that are in total control like you know schoolwork 100 like that's all on you and that's one of the very few things like you have to be on top of every single way or else you know you're you're not gonna reach the goals that you want or you know whatever you know with trying to find a healthy relationship i've noticed that it's it seems easier to just kind of back off and let things go now obviously i haven't had like any real success with that but like that's what people keep saying and it's like you know they got to be right somehow so that's kind of just what i'm doing with that at least but um yeah hawaii was insane you know we went kayaking snorkeling a lot of driving so much driving you know i listened to a lot of new albums 
Uh, some I can re recommend off the top of my head. Uh, the new Little Sims album, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. That's pretty good. I give that like a middle seven. Obviously, Donna came out. I'll be having my next guest, actually. We will be strictly probably talking about that and whatever else in music. Uh, Hitler Wears Hermes 8 came out when I was there. Phenomenal album. Trouble at Night came out right before that. That's a... Uh, it's a, it's bad, but like, it's trippy red, trippy red. What do you expect? Uh, Pyrex Picasso by Benny the Butcher finally got around to that. That is pretty good for, you know, only seven songs. Highly recommend uh, Yarn Curtain and Flood the Block. Both really good tracks. Highly recommend. Um, Thursday weekend's mixtape, I actually listened to first time because i think it was just put on streaming services around that time yeah august 18th very very good drake feature on there that was actually pretty good uh thursday that's the track song is pretty good life of a party lonely star that the first half is is really really good i'd highly recommend that family tides came out during that time obviously baby king was going on to releases Full album at this point. I'll be writing a review on that soon. Bo Jackson by Boldy James and the Alchemist. Oh boy. That is some heat. That's some serious, serious, serious heat. Very, very good. Highly recommend that. And yeah, you know, just, just some other stuff. I listen to more stuff by Boldy James. Trying to get into him more. See what he's like. Really like him. He gives like a... He kind of fits with Griselda. But he has his own style that I really like that's you know, different from them, obviously. But um, yeah, all those I'd, I'd highly recommend. But my favorite highlight from Hawaii, outside of Haleakala, that, that's like just an easy pick. Um, oh, 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 oh. So we were, I guess it was an... Extinct volcano. I guess I guess what they call them. There, there's ah, I forget. There's active dormant and something else. Maybe maybe it is extinct or inactive. Maybe you, you get what I mean. Uh, there was an inactive volcano uh, that we saw that hasn't erupted for a while. I think and uh, you know we were able to you know walk down in it. And it's just like this huge crater. Like like imagine like walking like at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, something like that. It kind of looked like that, but it was much wider. It was like a, like a crater, like I said, but that was insane. And, you know, you're able to like walk through and it's just wide open and covered in like this hardened lava. And yeah, that was, that was pretty dope. Just like everything I saw in Hawaii was beautiful. The sunsets, the views, waterfalls, mountains, beaches, everything. Like, it is paradise. And even though, like, there's corruption within their tourism, like, you know, how money is distributed because it's so expensive to live there, but, like, anything outside of tourism, and even that, even within, you know, the, the jobs and tourism, you know, they're still super low paying but like still though like like the island's beauty itself is top tier and i'd highly recommend it you're into that kind of stuff or you know just anybody in general like anybody in general should go i mean i don't, I don't even 
I wouldn't say it makes a difference what kind of person you are or not. You know, unless you just don't like going places, which, you know, is fair. I, I understand that, but almost every person needs to see Hawaii. It is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff. And the sunsets, I mean, I, I, I could go on and on about just things that I saw that were beyond amazing. But, you know, we got other things to talk about. And, uh... One of those things is uh, the music festival I went to, Made in America, 50,000 people. Insane. But you probably, I've definitely told a lot of people about it. And, you know, depending on who listens, I may or may not have told you. But, you know, that for its lineup and the price blew me away. The, the lineup compared to other years, you know, a lot of people were telling me who went before. My best friend Ryan, who I went with. You know, it was pretty mid. You know, Justin Bieber was the headliner, not like someone like Travis Scott, like years before, who's obviously insane. But um, still, I mean, for that being like my first major music festival, I want to go to all of them now. And that would make me so broke. But I, I, I seriously mean that. Like, like during those festivals, like, and this, is, this is another big thing in life that I took away, is that you have to enjoy the moment always as much as possible you have to try to enjoy the moment or it will slip away like i like i am still living in that weekend and i haven't left because you know that's where i am and i guess you know that, that kind of leads to something that you shouldn't do is dwell on things so much or i guess that's not really dwelling, but but you but you get what i mean just like constantly think about the past because you know life life keeps moving forward but still like always try and live in the now and appreciate as much as possible because it changes so 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 fast i mean i i can think of just being in high school like yesterday freshman year yesterday like like just stuff just keeps moving and moving and moving and if you don't sit down and just appreciate it and remember it and learn from it or you know really anything as, as long as you just as long as you just give its attention like you're doing the right thing because you know like i said life, life changes and it'll be snap of fingers before you're married and another snap before you got kids or whatever well me personally i don't want to have kids but you get what i mean and you know during that festival especially justin bieber surprisingly that that was the most breathtaking performance honestly for it being two hours and at the end of the night where my feet are destroyed he was so good for, and i didn't even know like most of his songs so I, don't, I don't listen to most of his new stuff or i did once and you know it was okay and you know just forgot about it but you know he 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 can he can put on a pretty damn good show and you know he he did a, he did a couple classics he did a baby um my favorite one by far was the song he, he did with skrillex where are you now insane visuals and they did like a cool little remix which you know they're only going to do live it's not like a one you can find on the internet or whatever but that was insane but yeah it, it wasn't even just justin bieber it was like everybody when i was standing there it's like you got to enjoy it like you got to enjoy it because you know one you paid 180 bucks for it which isn't a bad price honestly for the people i saw and you know how, how much fun it was but you know like it, it it'll be it'll be gone and if you don't, if you keep looking to the future for other things, you know, you you just kind of waste your money a little bit. But yeah, Roddy Rich was awesome. I love Roddy Rich now. I mean, I I guess I always thought he was talented, but like after seeing him live, and it's like, 
like I I want a new Roddy Rich album where before beforehand I was like you know I could wait or whatever now I'm like impatiently waiting like I I need it and I you know he was on Donda which is awesome but he was so good oh I gotta tell a scary story almost during during his performance so he did the box twice towards the end just because it was it was it was pretty dope but during the second time when I was you know people were making mosh pits and stuff and I was hopping in someone pulled down my zipper pocket where my phone and my makeshift wallet were and that shit is crazy like you got you got to watch yourself at these music festivals because people it seems like people literally go just to steal your stuff and see how much money they can make on the side which I don't understand why because it's a hundred and eighty dollars to get in but still someone pulled down my zipper pocket and I know it was not me and I for the for the rest of the night I was just clinching onto my pockets just holding on to everything in there and really that's not how it should be but like you know it's my phone and my wallet in there like I, I gotta protect my shit but still, that is insane that people, like, seriously do that. And I, I'm i not going to say I get it because I don't, but, like, I, I don't know. It's it's such a common thing. You know, it's almost like you're, you're used to it. But, like, still, when I, like, really try and think about it, like, I don't understand why people steal stuff. You know, I, I understand, you know, this, this country gives, you know, um what's the word I'm thinking of unfair opportunities to people in cities or people in poverty and whatever. I, you know, I don't know. I'm going on a political rant, which isn't something I'm trying to go on right now. Although I will later a little bit with one of the topics. It really shouldn't be, but like it might be, but anyway, yeah, like I, I don't get it, but still Roddy Rich insane. Love Roddy Rich now. Like I said, I always liked him, but you know, you get what I mean. When you see people in live, it is so much different, especially when like it's a good performance. Like like they change your personality by far a ton. You know, like it's funny. Like I thought Young Thug's performance was okay, and now I like kind of like him a little less because it was kind of you know his concert was alright, but like ASAP Ferg, best one of the night. Holy shit! That and that was the first one. We went actually the second we saw Griselda, but the first like real one where we were like moshing and shit, and it was. He's he's a good performer, you know. Like I I I you know I kind of take into account like how I judge artists, like you know like based on how they perform live and if it's like you know fun or not. Now obviously I haven't seen like every single person that judges them off that, but like you know ASAP Ferg deserves more credit because you know we were rating like plain Jane floor seats uh new level almost every track we were raging to it was insane but yeah uh, all the people i saw were for each day griselda asap ferg young thug megan the stallion little baby that's five in a day but i we didn't care for meg we were we just want to get a good spot for little baby but then uh Sunday it was fuck. Why am I forgetting? Uh, who was before Lil Dirk? Oh, 40, 42 dog, who looks like a kid. No disrespect to him. 
good, great artist, but you know, I, I never seen what he looked like, and you know, he looks like a kid, and I, I thought that was funny. But, but again, all, all respect to him. He's a, he's a pretty good up and coming artist. Had a great feature. Uh, we pay with Will Baby and uh, Tyler, the creator, called me for your loss, which is still my pick after all these sort of recent releases for album of the year. He had a great song on on Lemonhead, but um, he didn't play Lemonhead. I wish he did. That, that would be a good song to rage to. But um, who was after that? Lil, Lil Durk was after that. That was he did good, but that was probably the worst in terms of the people in the crowd. That was, that was honest, like garbage. Like I, I was sandwiched like so tight to where I couldn't even like move at all. Like, uh, and I'm more concerned like for just me being able to stand up and like actually enjoying it. But like, I, I, I saw him, he performed good songs. He did a King Von song, of course, but like still like, you know, obviously at these festivals, like it gets tight, but this was like, we were all fucking sandwiched to each other. And it was, it was ridiculous. And then after that, we went over to the main stage where we saw Roddy Rich followed by Justin Bieber. But, you know, we missed a lot of decent people. And, you know, that's the kind of, that's the unfortunate, unfortunate things, an unfortunate thing about a festival like that. It's like you can't see everybody once. Like, you know, Baby Keen was there. We didn't see him. Fabio came out really late, so we didn't see him. Money by Gio was the same way. I wouldn't see Freddie Gibbs, but no one else did, and you know that was no big deal. Uh, technically, we didn't see Bobby Smurda, but when Meek Mill came out between Meg and Lil Baby, he and Rowdy came out and did Computers. So, I mean, I, I guess you can say we did, but you know, at the same time, like we didn't see like he had an actual like set time on Sunday. We didn't see that, but um, yeah, you know, big, obviously, biggest takeaway, you know pay attention now and, and try not to worry about the little things like like that was the other thing like it was raining a little bit you know you know not like you know completely you know a complete downpour but like you know it, it got a, de- a little decent amount of rain and uh like that didn't matter at all and, and it shouldn't because you know not only did you pay a, a, a lot of money to be there but like that's that's not what you know it doesn't matter and it just it didn't kill the performance in any way like, like it was still hell of a time but yeah i mean that's that's me in america and i would absolutely go again next year i i i wouldn't recommend this to everybody because you know like mosh pits and claustrophobia and standing for hours hours i mean like holy shit like my feet were destroyed by the very end of it all and it's yeah that was an absolute fucking killer but I mean, it was, hey it was it was still it was still very so much fun words can't even describe it yeah that's that's made in america Alrighty, next thing on the docket we are three down mm, this one major major these these next two actually are like kind of a big switch and you know way more serious of a talk but um yeah and i'll just get right into it so i've written down covid and obviously that has been something that's affected everybody in some sort of way for the past year and a half now but this was something i saw that really just more than pissed me off like it, it really got under my skin for like how how it went down and you know all this and that it was it was a video i saw on the internet and 
there was a school board meeting about, you know, mass mandates for children in school and all that. And obviously there's, you know, a lot of passionate people on both sides of the topic. And um, this, this just went too far. There was a boy probably my age, maybe a little younger. Maybe, maybe he was still in high school. I, I don't know. He was... He was on the side of you know there there should be there should be masks, should be a mask mandate in in school for children, and he was saying that you know his grandmother died. Oh well, well he went on to explain that you know COVID can still be transmitted even when vaccinated, and you know not all these children are vaccinated to start with, but even if they are, you know can still pass COVID along and. He gave the example of like, you know, it's it's not just for them. It's, you know, who they pass on to each other. And, and he told the story of his grandma. Oh, well, it wasn't much of a story. He, he just said in the instance of his, of his grandmother that, you know, she passed away. And I guess it was from the instance where someone in the family gave it to her. And, you know, she passed away from COVID, you know, extremely unfortunate situation. But what really, what really made it so bad was when the anti-maskers at this meeting started laughing when he was saying his grandma passed away and that blew, blew my mind like in in what world are you you that selfish that i don't even know what words to use like just that stupid or that like fucked up in your head that you would laugh at the at the, the death of someone's loved one from covid because people like you more than likely don't take the extra precautions to protect themselves because what you go as far to think that you would rather i mean some of some of the arguments these people use are ridiculous you know you know children's smiles need to be seen rather than you know keep elderly and just adults at high risk safe from a disease that kills it doesn't matter at what rate it kills the bottom line is just that it kills people and they will do nothing or, or they want to do nothing to protect those people be, beyond oh keep burping <laughs> a little excuse me beyond insane beyond insane like like that really I like I, I lost all hope in this issue like I mean COVID is already going to be around for a long time because uh, the vaccination rates not being high enough. I think it's like only fifty six percent. I'm not entirely sure on that. Don't don't quote me on it. But it's it's not seventy like the experts have, experts have said. And it might not ever reach that even now that it's fully FDA approved because people just people come up with more and more and more excuses, which is insane. Because at this point there is no excuse. Like it's safe, and there are plenty of other instances where the vaccine vaccines in general are mandated like getting into college or like going to college like you Oregon at least and I'm sure every other university did the same like you have to be vaccinated for certain things and you have to upload that and show proof of that before you can become an actual student and attend their classes and live in their dorms and go in their buildings and all that like you know th this isn't the first time you know this isn't the first outbreak that we've had where you know a new vaccine is introduced and you know, people take it for the protection of others. You know, 
there have been less deadly diseases than this one and the same thing still happens then people still people are still willing to take it to protect others like that's it's insane that there are people out there who truly believe that the dumb arguments out there that it's filled with dead babies or whatever and the the fact that they use freedom as a choice it's just like like why why like if i mean there, there there are two aspects i can use for this one it's not your freedom to put other people at risk and potentially kill them two well what are you so worried about now of course they'll tell you oh the government's doing this or that and whatever and it's just like it's full of shit like they're reading this crap off of facebook and 4chan and all these unfiltered you know blogs or subgroups and or you know whatnot and there's oh my god it's like it's just a drag and it's it's such a continuous it's an issue that's never going to end because there will always be people continuing to make it a problem like we're literally having right now with people and they will go as far to laugh at somebody because someone died to just keep their cause going a dangerous cause a deadly cause and it's it's just so it's so sad it is so sad and if you are one of these people listening like i i don't i don't feel any sort of empathy towards you like there, there's no excuse at this point to not get the vaccine it's been proven to be safe in so many instances and it's fully fda approved and if you're one of those people who uses the excuse of whatever excuse like go to hell honestly like you're you're probably the same people complaining about you know the the all the lockdowns and the man and the you know the the government mandates about number of people and this and that and it's just like there are ways to get out of this and you're not participating in them you're continuing them but we'll still be the same people bitching about it i rightfully bitch about it because i i've done everything i can i am vaccinated i still wear a mask when i can i'm doing everything i can to help myself and my family and others others around me complete strangers in that instance but you're not. And that's you're you are actively going against the safety of others. And that is really fucked up. That's all I will say about it. I went on a very long rant there. Part of it was politicized. It's whatever. It is what it is. Uh, another rant might be coming up on this next next topic, but that's how it is. That's how it is out here. <laughs> Alrighty, this next topic is passion, and passion is great. We all have passion. If you don't, you will. You will find it eventually. You you will find what you want to do. Everybody does. Life isn't set up to where you don't. It might take a while. It might take a really really hard effort to do it, but you will find it. And you know, for those who have found it, great for you. You know, whatever. One of the things that I found out recently that I cannot stand is when 
somebody, some people, whoever, talk shit, belittles, hates, attacks, whatever. Anybody who does any of those things against your passion, I absolutely despise. Because what is the point of doing that? You are not them. They do what they like to do. And why is it your business in the first place to say something to them directly about it in a, in a negative context? In a, you know, there's like criticism and that's fair, but when it, it's, you know, it's when it brings nothing to take away, like it's, it's just like a dumb, hateful comment. Like, like what's the point? It makes zero sense and there's no reason it, it's, it's a waste of time. And, that person or group of people is either jealous because they haven't found their own or theirs isn't as cool as yours or they pissed away so much time, you know, not doing their actual thing or, you know, whatever, you know, they're either jealous, they are just so negative that it makes them feel better. You know, there, there are so many reasons why, why they could be, why they could say a comment in the first place. But the, the bottom line is just that it's completely pointless and stupid. And, they they need to grow up like seriously 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 grow up because there's no room for that like at all and it's it's ridiculous it happened to me a couple weeks ago and it still bothers me like not a ton but like it's it's definitely like a scratch on my back because like why and what's most funny is that it comes from a person who has their own passion and the way they phrased it made it seem like they were almost pissed off because like I'm trying and they're not sort of, and I'm not, I'm not going to dive too far into what happened and who it was. Cause it, cause it's not worth it and they don't deserve that attention, but you know, it's ridiculous. And yeah, if someone's doing that to you, like just let it go. Like, like I mentioned before, they're just not, you know, I don't want to say not on the same level as you because that just sounds like cocky almost, but like they're they're wasting their time and they're they're not doing things the right way for their own satisfaction or you know their own achievements or whatever. I I don't know. The, the, the bottom line is they're doing the wrong thing and understand that whatever they say means absolutely nothing for how you spend your time and your life on something that you love and enjoy. That's basically all I got to say on that. And, uh, yeah, with 18 minutes, two more topics left. Um, I mean, not really 18 minutes for however long I go for. I don't think I could talk for 18 minutes on these next two topics, but, um, do I want to talk about it? Mm, nah. Nah. Well, we can wait that till next week. Save that one till next week. Um, what I have written down is music. And um, what I want to say is that I think everybody should f- find a strong relationship with music because of how it can help you and how it can save you. But even saving is going too far. Like, like definitely helping you is the bottom line. And how it can, like, guide you 
towards things because like I was thinking about it the other day and one album to me th- there are a lot of albums that like I view as like super subjectively to me personally because I heard them at a time in my life when like I like really needed help I guess or was was just in you know like a weird stage or you know like a significant point and the, the music I was playing during that time kind of it's hard to judge because just the period when I was listening to it is like I'm not listening to it to judge its its quality or creativity or you know stuff like that like I usually do on my album reviews but more of listening it for guidance to connect with something to keep going you know kind of thing so the album I was listening to at the most recent time I can think of this was Man on the Moon 3 that dropped at the end of 2020 and I had been home for a couple of weeks at the time because it dropped like right at, right at the end of December I believe yeah probably around then I can't remember what time I had but anyway that was during a time when you know mo- most people know this story but somebody not going to say their name I've talked about them before you know the common phrase is played with my emotions and then and they and they did but you know I'd say it was there was definitely way more involved than that but you know I was just coming like fresh off of that and I was very confused and you know unsure of kind of what to do next because this had kind of been like a continuous cycle before and before and like the cycle had to break but you know sometimes it doesn't and you know I, I I needed to move on I guess in some sort of way but I you know it it's happened so many times where it's just like you know it's kind of just like another punch to the face and that's that but um that album just had come out and I had also been doing DoorDash at the time and you know you mix in with a lot of driving and being with your own thoughts and an, an, and an album that kind of sparks your own thoughts sort of and that's kind of what Kit Cudi does um, it really changed my perspective on a lot of things and changed a lot of my habits and behaviors and you know what I say in certain things and how I view certain situations now but the the, the bottom line is just that it, it, it really helped me in a major way and you know, said person hasn't really bothered me a lot since then. Or, I mean, not bothered, that's actually the wrong way to phrase it. They haven't been so close to my life as they used to be. Not like I would physically talk to them, but more in the, in like, yeah, how, you know, kind of like the phrase is like when someone lives in your head rent-free. This person, I'd say, would live in my head, lived in my head rent-free at the time, and now, like, they don't. But, like, they're obviously still around because they'll always be around like that's just how it is but you know what I mean they're they're more in this like outside projection rather than you know in my head thinking about them all the time thinking about this little thing or that little thing or whatever and you know music kind of really helped that because it put me in an environment where like I was able to safely think about that while you know, I don't know. It's really hard to explain, you know, now, now that I think about it. It's it's really hard to kind of put into words, but it, it's just like a feeling and, you know, almost like a safe space when you're when you're with 
said music that you enjoy not even that you enjoy that that was totally the wrong wording but more like you know put put you in a safe space to to think and learn and about everything and you know objectively i'd say man on the moon three is a beautiful album but like subjectively to me it means so much more to me because of the time period and how it really helped me you know on late night drives just thinking about it and all that and and it it also really allowed me to think about it in a safe way because there are like very unhealthy ways you can think about situations and it can lead you on this big long windy path of you know not focusing on the time now as you know discussed earlier compared to rather you know doing it in a way that allows you to learn from it but not really affect your your everyday behavior routine whatever and you know i've talked about this stuff before but that's why i highly highly recommend like and it's not even like kid cuddy alone like it could be it could be anything that makes you feel a strong connection with music and you know if you're a pretty what's the word i'm thinking of like in your head kind of person thinking a lot thinking about situations a lot your future your past your present you know so many thoughts like going through your head like a pretty thoughtful person i guess i'll say like a different kind of thoughtful than the the normal definition if you're kind of one of those people like i'd highly recommend even more but it's just good for you know all different reasons not even just the reasons that it's helped me personally that like everybody should have a relationship with music and i guess that's why it's grown on me so much because i've realized how much it's helped me and that you know there's so much music out there for people to listen to and like i want to listen to all of it to feel all the emotion and listen to all these people who devote their life to making incredible music or bad music if you're someone like that i mean a handful of people make pretty bad music i'd say but you know that's their own art and that's fine but you know i'm I'm gonna judge judge that in a way i want to because not only you know i write music reviews but you know it's my perspective my opinion and i'm always entitled entitled to that as long as possible and you can listen to me or not listen to me but i'm always going to have my own opinion on on something especially in music and you know nothing's changing that and i will always stick by my opinion i mean i'm always open to discussion with people but most of the time if it's a topic or if it's like an artist or an album that like i've i've listened to a ton like you're probably not changing my opinion that's a weird way to phrase that how do i want to phrase that i i guess i mean like i'll always stick by my guns because yeah in in music you're not really always like i guess an analyst of it if you're not oh it's just it's the same in sports honestly like if your opinion is always changing to the audience or you know the the common group of people then like you're you're not really thinking of it for yourself you're thinking of it and how other people think and I, and i guess for what i'm trying to say is for music that you know i've, I've understood that and i've really learned how to stick to my own music musical opinion and 
you know, I, I am influenced by what I see and opinions and all that, but generally at the end of the day, it's always my own. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, if that makes sense. Hopefully it does. But yeah, uh, just the summary, you know, build a relationship with music. Everybody should. It's really healthy in almost any scenario. And it, I think for almost any person, it can really, really, really help them. So yeah, final topic, final topic. And we'll, we'll end just short of an hour here. So I, you know, again, I appreciate everybody who listens up to this point. But I want to talk about the future of this podcast. No, this is not the last episode. Just saying that out there. There will be plenty of more to more to come. But a few things that that I just want to say on that because you know I, I do need help from anybody listening to this. I guess um, my overall goal, and I know I talked about how things never go your way and you have to let things roll. And this is one of the things, one of those things I just have to let roll. But there there are steps to this I want to take. To, to set this up in a good way to where it can roll freely and in a, in a way that I want it to roll, if that makes sense. So w- what I want for this is, is, a, is a community of people who enjoy multiple topics and it's very well-rounded and a community where people can learn from each other about unknown topics and continue to learn more and more every day because that's something in life that I feel like not to say that it's lost, but it's something that slowly becomes out of the focus. Like intelligence is so, 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 so powerful. And what I want is to be able to bring on people who can teach me and teach the audience new things, I guess or not even new things, just like things in general, like be able to speak their mind and and share new things and their opinions on certain things and, you know, just information and, and building intelligence. I guess that's what I want because obviously, you know, that's what school is meant to do, but school doesn't entirely cover that in all ways possible. And obviously this podcast will never be able to cover that in all ways possible, but I, I think it just brings a different perspective of how people can learn just cool information and you know have a good time i guess that's what i want so that's that's why i try and have on you know as many different guests as possible and you know hopefully i get to interview famous people at some point but like it even then it won't matter like i'll still have ordinary people on who i think can share something interesting a a topic that they know about that they can talk about for hours on end because you know time is precious and you can't cover topics in like half and a half an hour you know so that's i guess like the end goal and that's like the main idea like another thing like i want is for people to share their stories and people i guess it all kind of falls under the umbrella of like building character and growing intelligence because, you know, as already mentioned, that's, you know, the biggest thing people can do and, you know, what humans are meant to do. But, like, I just want this to be a very well-rounded atmosphere, per se. 
And what comes with that is obviously having to build the platform for that. And that, that is something that I've thought about a lot because, you know, I'm never going to be able to reach the end goal if I can't build the platform to get there. So what I've been trying to do is build a Discord and that's been the main thing, but it won't be until I go back where I try and build like a setup and like a YouTube channel or, you know, something like that. But, you know, th there's a plan in my head, but the, the biggest thing, I guess, right now in this instance that I need are guests, people to talk or have having people on to talk about things because I've started to repeat guests. And while that's not a bad thing at all, it's, you know, I'd much rather in a million years or what am I saying? A million times more before prefer, holy crap, I am, you can tell the episode's coming to an end because I'm just saying random shit. Anyway, I would a million times prefer new guests to talk about new things and new passions that they enjoy or just, you know, whatever, or just new people, obviously. And, you know, that's what I need. So if, you know, like, uh, I don't, I'll be broadcasting this a lot. If you, if you have a topic you want to talk about, or even just to come on to talk about things in general, whatever it may be, I don't care. I'll, I'll literally talk about anything. Hit me up. Let's, let's plan an episode. Like, seriously, it, it, it does not matter. It's not a hard setup to do whatnot. You know, let, let's do it. Like, I, I, you know, it's funny. When I first started this, I had so many guests, and now, like, the list is basically empty because I have none planned. Like, I'm just going week to week asking people, do you want to come on the podcast? Do you want to come on the podcast or whatever? You know, that's about all that I'm really doing right now because it's, it's, it's a struggle. But, you know, I want to be able to build a Discord community where people can learn have eventually have like a youtube version because obviously if i'm going to put so much time to this i need money so yeah but you know that's kind of where things stand right now and all i can say is i just hope it works out for the best and just keep pushing putting all my effort into it nobody can take that away for myself and nobody can take it from what take it away from you with anything you are building and hoping to achieve. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode of The Hartley Show. I appreciate you listening to an hour of me talking. My throat hurts. I'm going to drink some water. I'll be back in Eugene soon on a more structured schedule, hopefully. Obviously, summer has been hectic and episodes have been random. So yeah, structure coming back soon. New things coming soon. Please help me build. I cannot do it all by myself. I need everybody involved in helping this this thing become big. So yeah, thank you very much for listening. Have a beautiful rest of your night and rest of your week. Go Eagles.